Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome to another podcast on the Can I Own podcast, helping you to reach your dream of home ownership. I am your host, Art Veal, and today I'm very excited because we're jumping into a topic that I love to discuss. Um, the question came in today, does it make sense to pay off debt when I'm planning on purchasing a home? So the question is basically, do you want or is it a good move to start paying off debt before you're uh, purchasing a home or when you're about to look at purchasing a home? And this is something that I've helped a lot of the tenant buyers and people that I deal with. Uh, I've helped them resolve uh, because that is a good question. You, you don't know if you should leave your credit alone. Some people tell you to leave your credit alone and don't touch it. Other places say that you should pay down everything that you can. So I'm going to give you the five rules that I go by when I'm talking with a family um, to help them make this decision. I'm going to tell you those five rules and then it should help you in your uh, planning and process to figure out what you should do. So the first thing about paying off debt before buying a home is that it will not necessarily help you. A lot of people get the misconception that when they uh, have, let's say, a poor credit history or they have things on their credit, maybe judgments or collections, that the best way to improve your credit is to pay those judgments or collections off. When actuality, that's not the case. And I'll give you uh, a reason. I'll explain why. Credit bureaus use scoring models to figure out your credit score and the scoring models don't always think like a regular person thinks so they do things a little bit differently for example if you've had a collection on your credit let's say it's three or four years old something it's an old phone bill or old cable bill something that you paid didn't pay off when you moved maybe from one place to another and they've got it as a collection or uh, something on your credit that collection is years old so your credit score when it when the algorithm looks at your 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 history it actually kind of discounts that um, that past due collection because it's years and years old um, it gives more uh, weight or it gives more interest to new things that are on your credit so if you um, don't pay a credit card or miss a pay credit card payment this month that's going to affect your score much more than having a $300 collection on your credit as far as scoring goes. Now, there's a difference between scoring and what lenders look for. Sometimes lenders are looking at things that they require you not to have. So they might say, we, don't, we require that you not have any collections or we require that you not have any judgments. But for credit scoring, the credit score does not put as much weight on a collection that's a few years old versus a missed credit card payment because it looks like it to the credit scoring it looks like you have uh, are having trouble now and that's what it's concerned with now on the other side of this um, so that's my first that's my first tip paying off a collection or a judgment or something like that on your credit will not always increase your score so it's not always the best move now the other um, point that I make to people is that not all debt is created equal or at least in the eyes of the scoring models when it comes to scoring your credit um, some paying off let's say you have a credit card that has a thousand dollar balance on it. it you have a limit of a thousand dollars you have a thousand dollar balance um, what I teach 
uh, people in the six-week course that we offer, the five-week course that we offer on getting prepared to buy a home and getting qualified, is that there are two ways to use this uh, credit card that you have to increase your score. Um, and one of those ways is to pay down the credit card debt. Typically, lenders like to see your credit card. They like to see that you're not using all of your credit. Um, this especially is true with the scoring models. The scoring models penalize you if you're using all your credit. So if you've got a, let's say, through all of your credit cards and your car loans and your, your whatever collect uh, payments you have on your credit, you're extended a total of $10,000 in credit and you're using $10,000 or $9,700 of credit, the scoring models will actually penalize you because you're using so much of your available credit. So if you learn the right percentages that you need to reduce your uh, debt by, you can reduce the debt to that percentage and then your credit score goes up dramatically because you are within their threshold or their guidelines of what someone that is in good credit standing should be. They don't like to see you have all of your uh, debt out. You know, you, you owe all of your debt. So that's the second point. The third point that I like to make is sometimes there's a better use of your money. When you're sitting down making your plan on how you're going to get qualified for a home loan, you have to look at what's the best use of your money. Sometimes the best use of that money is to put it toward a down payment. Sometimes the best use of that money is to put it toward uh, uh, income reserve, so having money just in the bank to show that you can afford um, you can afford life after you get this this loan on a house. So you have to weigh: does it make more sense to put the money toward the down payment, put the money toward reserves, or put the money toward paying off debt? And you have to look at what your lender wants to see, or the the particular loan program that you're going through. You have to know what they. Or at least you have to have a general guideline of what they want to see. So um, I go over that a lot and discuss that kind of thing. But you have to know those guidelines. And then that will kind of dictate to you what's the best use of that money. Should you be using that money to pay off debt or doing other things with it? Um, so the next step, the next point that I like to point out to people is your debt is not always equal. So it, it depends on if you're making payments. And what I mean by that is... Let's say you've got um, let's say you've got a collection account that is three hundred dollars, and you've got a credit card that is three thousand dollars, and you're making payments every month on that credit card, even though they're the minimum payment. They're you're making a thirty dollar payment every month, and you'll pay it off in ten buck two, but um, you're making payments every month, and you have that collection. Which one of those? should you pay off? Well, the answer is quite simply that the debt that you're making payments on is not as detrimental to your credit as the debt that is in collections. But there's a caveat to that. It's not as detrimental if the the collection is recent. If the collection is older, then you would want to put the money toward paying down how much you owe on that credit card. If the collection is newer, meaning you got it in the last six months, then you would probably want to go ahead and set up not a payoff of that debt. I either suggest that you do a payment arrangement where you make payments on that collection account, start making payments again, or you do a settlement. And there's a specific way that you need to do a settlement with that creditor so that it uh, benefits your credit. 
If you do it that way, then let's look at what you've done. If you make the payments on, if you pay down your credit card debt, then you increase your score because you've lowered it over the top threshold on your credit card. Or if you use that money to pay off the collection in a settlement, then you've satisfied that collection, but you've done it in a way, the way I teach people to settle uh, collection accounts, it will help their credit because of there's a specific way you need to settle collections before you pay them. Or if you make payments on that collection and you have a payment arrangement set up, then when you're going to your lender, you can show that payment arrangement and that collection won't count as a bad debt, but it'll count as a um, an account you're making payments on. So it, it you have to be very specific in your plan, but at the same time, when you're setting this plan up, um, once you know what to look for and how to look for the pieces that can help you define you know, what will increase your score and what won't increase your score, then you'll know what's best to pay. It becomes very clear. Now, the last uh, thing that I want to point out or the last point that I like to make about paying off debt when looking at a house is it's better to have the right debt for a lender. Lenders actually like you to have certain debts. And I don't mean like you. Um, they are more, I guess, open and it looks more stable to them when you have certain debts. So there are three kinds of debt. There's uh, consumer uh, revolving credit debt, so credit cards, uh, things like that, unsecured credit cards, a Visa credit card, a Discover card would be an unsecured revolving credit card. Then there's retail uh, credit cards. So if you have a you know, specific store like a Target or a, you know, a specific store credit card, that would be uh, a retail credit card. Then there is fixed secured debt. So secured debt is something like a car note because that debt is secured against the car. Then there's also under, under secured debt, there's things like uh, bank loans and things of that nature. Um, lenders like to see that you have a mix of credit. So they like to see that you have some bank secured loans. They like to see, or a, at least one bank secured loan. They like to see that you have some maybe retail or uh, you know kind of a specific credit. And then they like to see you with some unsecured credit. Now, if you don't have these uh, th this mix of credit, then you can quickly build that. You can quickly build that uh, those types of of credit, even the secured credit is, uh, with a bank, but it shouldn't be a secured credit card. I don't, I'm not a big advocate for secured credit cards because uh, secured credit cards often uh, charge a lot of fees. And unless you get the right secured credit card, they don't even report to all the credit bureaus. So it's not really benefiting you. But if you have the right secured loans, then you can still get the same benefit at a much lower price uh, or rate, interest rate. And you can get, um, make sure that it reports to all the credit bureaus. So you want to have a good mix of all of these these particular types of loans. When they see that, not only do they see it and it helps them, but the algorithms that run from credit scoring will also see that you have a mix of debt and that increases your score. So in short, the answer to this full question of should you pay off debt when buying a house is that the it depends. It depends on where you are um, in your credit life right now. You need to take a good long look at um, 
you know, what you're doing in your credit life and what kind of debts you've had in the past and what you're doing with those debts. Some people just need to make a few tweaks and then they're ready to go with a lender. Some people need to make major changes. But if you make those major changes to, at the same time, you can be ready to get financing. I, I've dealt with families that were so far from getting financing that I literally had a lender tell me, I don't know what to tell you about this person. They've got 26 pages on their credit report, and I don't think they'll ever be able to buy a home. That family, we were able to help that family buy a home in about six months. So it really depends on having the right plan, understanding what's good and what's bad on your credit. Even a person with horrible, horrible credit often has some things that are good on their credit. They just don't see them as good because maybe they were past due or maybe they've got a bad payment history. But there are ways to work around that and ways to get you in a position where you become attractive to a lender. So you just need to know that. If you want to know more about this subject, then um, take a look at um, the the products that we offer on Can I Own. We offer a bulletproof budget DVD, which is great for helping you establish um, a, a baseline uh, budget and how to make sure that you can systematically reduce debt and build savings. Uh, so take a look at our Bulletproof Budget DVD. Uh, or we also have a credit building webinar, uh, credit repair re webinar, excuse me, that uh, we put together. And it goes over the exact details and the exact process that we use to clean up someone's credit and get them in a position where they become more attractive to a lender. And finally, if you need help with more than just credit, so if you're, for example, uh, you want to get qualified for a home loan in the shortest amount of time possible and you're not sure where to start, um, we deal with a lot of families that have talked to lenders and the lenders giving them the runaround. Once lenders typically know that you're not ready to buy right now, they give you some general, you know, go do this, go do that, but they don't really help you hold your hand and guide you through the steps that it takes to quickly get qualified. Our five-week course on uh, getting qualified for a home, uh, our home's five-week home buying course, is an excellent way to where we touch on uh, we touch on credit and how to get your credit in order. We touch on uh, income if you have uh, not only your income for self-employed people that typically have more trouble uh, showing their income, but also if you have. Um, uh, contractor income, so people that Uber or people that uh, do side jobs or side gigs. We show you how to put that money together so that lenders will count it and it can benefit you when it's time to get a loan. Um, so, you know, take a look at those if you're interested. Um, I hope this has been helpful to you. Uh, we do have, uh, we've, uh, we've put these podcasts on to iTunes and Google Play. And we've gotten a lot of interest. I've gotten some great feedback, uh, some questions from uh, different users that are listening. I appreciate that. I think that's you know great for the podcast. If you have questions, be sure to go to Can I Own the blog and um, ask your questions. I'll be happy to answer them and touch on anything that you know any questions you have. But go to iTunes. Do me a favor. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we should change. Let us know if we're doing a great job or we're really messing up. <laughs> I'd love to hear your comments and your thoughts. Um, and until next time, I look forward to talking with you. Hope this information has been helpful. And I'll see you next time. This has been Art Veal with the Can I Own podcast. 
Until next time, thank you. Bye-bye.